that, that, that one's epic. That one's great. Literally such a good song. It just like perfectly starts, just starts perfect. And then everything comes in and you're just like, oh. And then it just keeps going and you're like, yes. That's like a, that's what you need in a song is just a yes. Period. And, and that, yeah, and that song gets it for sure. It, a yes. Um, <laughs> I picked some others. So, so I picked. Do you want to wait? Hold on. Yourself? Nobody oh. knows who you are. <laughs> oh, everyone knows. In the room. True. Um, okay. My name is Harry. Uh, I like playing music. And I like listening to a lot of different weird musics. Uh, yeah, that's about it. And I picked a lot of instrumental stuff for this week. Um, a lot of stuff that you may have heard. A lot of stuff that was sampled by uh, hip-hop, like uh, the Herbie Hancock stuff. Uh, yeah, that's about it. It's just, uh, just a lot of interesting stuff that isn't, um, I would say... Uh, very popular today, but definitely you can hear all the influences that it's had on today's pop culture. And I think that it's really cool to kind of hear this older stuff and see how it's kind of pushed music and created uh, like different, I guess, archetypes different genres that you could kind of see how like one like uh, it seems like in in music there's there's music that is mainly appreciated by musicians because you can kind of see how it changed the music into something different like you have god they're like uh I don't know because because mainly everything mainly that was a crazy tangent. Yeah, sorry. Mainly everything uh, stems from like, well, first it was music was for like church and hymns and whatnot, and then it was classical, and then you have jazz, and then everything kind of is just like stems stems from those mm -hmm. things, and it's just kind of interesting to see. It's like a tree, basically, how everything kind of just branches off and intertwines. It's even hard to say it's a tree because that <laughs> you'd think there'd be like things would be distinct, but like you just have so much crossover from all different sides, which makes music so cool because you can hear those influences. Anyway, this <laughs> uh, what's the next song? The next song is Harry's house. Oh, nice. okay. Nice. Yeah, let's just listen to it and talk about it. a taxi into town Yellow schools of taxi fishes Jonah in a ticking quail Caught up at the lights in the fishnet windows of blooming days 
Girls with credit card eyes Looking for the chic and the fancy to buy He opens up his suitcase In the continental suite And people 30 stories down Look like colored currants in the street A helicopter lands on the Pan Am roof Like a dragonfly on a tomb And conference rooms Italians of paper-minded males Talking commodities and sales while at home there Paper wives and their paper kids Paper the walls to keep their gut reactions hidden Checkers for the kitchen Climbing ivy for the bed She is lost in house and gardens He's caught up in chief of staff He drifts off into the memory swimming pool
he could do with Harry's house and Harry's take-home pay. Radio episode five. We didn't. Grace and I are here again. Oh we yeah. Already introduced sorry, I went on a tangent. I went. <laughs> we didn't talk, else. so I wanted. We're here yeah, too. <laughs> sorry, I took over. I had a lot to say. Sorry. No, it was appreciated. Um, but yeah, Harry's Grace's brother. So very yep. special guest, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. Guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, it took some. Uh, some convincing. Some serious convincing. Yeah. Um, but you came around. I came around, made a playlist, pretty proud of it. Yeah, took ten minutes to make. By him. But uh, <laughs> God, that song is just so good. Joni Mitchell's amazing. She uh, she says she's uh an artist, not a musician, and I think she she like learned this one jazz album, like every song by heart, and she says that she knows that album more so than she knows her own discography and she's just like such a great composer that did a lot of really cool compositions that like a lot of musicians that would play with her didn't quite understand and she would get frustrated with them it's like oh these jazz guys don't know shit like it it, they're not jazz greats and like she considered like all these other other uh, jazz musicians like Jaco Pistorius who was a bassist that played with her and he's like a prodigy herbie hancock played with her he played keyboard and piano actually included one of his songs in the playlist and then also uh who else played with her just a ton of wayne shorter i think played with her and he's also just oh god like i wish i could have added more music to this playlist because there's just guy i got so so many songs (laughs) uh but that last song is just technically two songs where it's a uh, Harry's house and centerpiece and that kind of like centers around her uh, disillusionment with uh, big city living and and suburb living with your husband that makes all, all all the money goes to work and the skyscraper and all the women spending the money and stuff like that and kind of she has Harry's house, which is kind of like a critique of the the lifestyle, and then centerpiece, which is kind of like satirizing the whole uh, suburban housewife, which is just so good. When it goes into centerpiece, it's just that transition and that that just like slow blues swung so so well with Jacko just playing amazing stuff and. The keyboard is just having, or the piano player is having a great blue solo. It's just like so fucking good. I would just like restart the song like every time before, like after its centerpiece, because I just wanted to hear that transition. transition. Yeah. Oh, it's just transition. so good. Or like the end where she's like, "Where are you going, Harry? Yeah, I Where like are you that going, too. <laughs> Harry? Get off from there!" Just like yelling at him. Just, yeah, it's. it's do you, do so you like good. the song more because it has your name in it? 
I don't think it affects it. I think it was the first time I listened to it. I was like, what is this? Tell me right now what this is. It's mm. like Harry's House Centerpiece, Joni Mitchell. I was like, Joni Mitchell sounds like this? This is insane. And then I just, for like months, was just listening to Joni Mitchell stuff. And when, just, and when did that happen? Uh, it's like senior year of college, probably middle towards the end. Yeah. I didn't realize she was such, like, a big composer. Oh, she, yeah. She was only a singer. Right? Yeah, she's an artist, too. She has a lot of... She has a book of art out. Um, yeah, she does a lot of cool stuff. Um, but, like, she was... She's incredible. Like, she... Her poetry, even when she was, like, 16, talking about, like, Hollywood and... And just the... The... Kind of she discusses like the loneliness of fame that must like the loneliness that must come with fame and it's just like really interesting she compares it to being like a goldfish in a fishbowl kind of like trapped and people just want to take your picture or stuff like that mm. and so i think uh she truly is someone that is doing art for art's sake and not doing it for some ulterior motive like to be known or famous would you she, say she's pretentious at all no, that's the thing that's so cool about her is that she it's just it's so genuine and just amazing. It just it just sounds so like like she talks about sus chords and or she, she talks about a lot a lot of chords like putting putting tension within her chords to kind of uh emulate the thing she's talking about like the tension in her life oh, okay. that was one thing she would do like uh just putting notes really close to each other to kind of get that dissonance and but like putting it inside the chord because a lot of people will put that dissonance say like really far away kind of but like she'll put it like ugh, it's just so good she's so she just, really uses no it. she's she like really uses it. yeah she knows she knows music theory she know she she knows everything uh but uh, she definitely embodies the idea of like forgetting it and kind of just using your ear and your your feeling to guide the creation rather than uh, from like an intellectual viewpoint of like oh this does this no 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 I'll do this you know does that yeah. make sense no yeah I get it I mean I know not absolutely nothing about music theory. Uh, but, uh, yeah. You it don't, sounds you, good to me. Yeah, yeah it no, it's, it's so, so good. She's so good. Yeah, mom really just does not like Yeah, yeah she is not a fan. So <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Whatever. Shall we get into the next song? Yeah, what's the next one we can preface? We'll uh, Tainted by Slumville. Oh, okay. So, so this is... A rap group out of New York. I don't know where in particular, but their producer kind of carried them, I would say. No, but like, the, the, I wouldn't say carried them. Like, he, I think he's the most notable, at least. Uh, but, god damn, they're, they're so good. Billie Eilish. Sorry to all you Billie fans, but her producer, which yeah, is her Phineas brother, is pretty good. definitely Phineas is, carries I mean. her. Um, but Jay Dillon's is so good. <laughs> Jay Dillon's a producer. He does, he samples just like all types of music. He sampled like samba music, Stan Getz for like Ferricide. He uh, sampled Herbie Hancock, who we'll listen to later. 
but this this song is super cool because the the chords are like i think only the bass note really changes but the bass note kind of changes how the whole progression feels it's really cool so let's just listen Think of me, think about us since I intimacy. I'm trying to strum you like guitars in this bait. It can sit around and chuck it the blase splay. Plus, you got a man, but he ain't quite made. The type of man that try to get you what you need. And he want to know where you are, where you be, where you going, where you stay, where you subject to be. Damn. If I was Sam, I wouldn't even need. I would trust you when you say that you are where you be. Say, he the type of nigga that's hella cheap. Take this girl on a date and they go to Mickey Day. Say, I'm the type to try to stab in the Jeep. Try to take you out to see things and occasionally creep. Yeah, your man is doing things I can't really see. Don't sound too good, it sounds tainted to me.
did you start really getting into music? I don't know. I think I've always been into music, but um, I guess it was freshman year of college. I saw all these guys playing in bands, guys and girls playing in bands, and it it just looked like so much fun. And then like as I started kind of getting more into it, it, it kind of just kept feeding back into itself where I just like... It just kept bringing me more joy, so I just like kept pursuing it, and now I'm just like fully in it, and it's just a ton of fun. See, I that sounds awesome. I <laughs> I've tried playing the piano and the and the guitar, but I guess it's just never like stuck with you. really. Yeah, there's like a hump you kind of have to cross, where like you kind of have to get good at it you get good at it, it to, en- to enjoy it yeah to enjoy <laughs> it <laughs> as yeah to enjoy it and it also helps being in a community of people pursuing music and doing music because, right that would make sense uh, that's kind of how it is with everything it's like you find a group of people that all enjoy something and kind of like show each other things and and just create like a collective i'm sure that's i mean that's how it is with like your photography you have people you like taking photos with and, yeah, and doing exactly. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think at points it was definitely like, oh man, this, like, especially practicing, it, uh, there's like a struggle sometimes where like, oh, I don't really feel like practicing, but um, like this will make it so that I can play this music and I can play with these people and I can do this. And like ultimately, it, like, I don't know. It's just like with any passion, sometimes it's like, you kind of have to um, get into it without really, like, yeah, you got to really work at it till you can be passionate about it. And really enjoy it. And really enjoy it, yeah. So, like, it's definitely hard at first for, with certain things, but then it just, more doors start opening, and it just becomes this exciting thing. Yeah. With all passions. I mean, some some things are easier than others, but, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. When did you try to learn the guitar? Great. Um, was it seventh grade? Yeah, yeah seventh, seventh grade. grade. And then piano. I took piano lessons like all throughout elementary school, and uh, I took piano lessons too. And then I took. I started taking piano lessons before quarantine, and oh, then yeah. I had to stop. And you were Which practicing I, every day at lunch too. I remember. Yeah, I was actually. I actually was getting really into at- it school like in the main area i take back what i said i was actually getting into piano like i really enjoyed it but then lessons stopped it's more uh yeah yeah. and then i kind of just and i would practice at home and like print out sheet stuff yeah sheet music yeah but i don't know i guess i just got really unmotivated yeah yeah i didn't even like i wasn't even taking photos during quarantine i kind of was just like yeah, it's hard to stay motivated when everything's mm-hmm. kind of poopy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's just about, like, finding people that enjoy what you enjoy. And then it kind of, like, sparks motivation. Because sometimes it's, like, sometimes it can be, like, even competitive where you're, like, oh, look at, look what I made. It's, like, oh, you made that? But look what I made. And, but then there's, like, the collaboration is definitely what I like the most. It's, like, bringing new ideas together and kind of creating something with someone. That's, that's why... That's a lot of fun. 
that's why <laughs> that's why I'm excited to go to college because I feel like you can specialize in in what you really like to do and you have your community exactly in that. yeah definitely well you're passionate about music um you're also very passionate about gardening oh yeah <laughs> when did you get into that <laughs> I've been into gardening for since I remember I've always liked plants um but then did, I took, you, did you ever think about becoming a botanist yeah yeah I did I uh took a lot of plant classes in college I took plant physiology um plant biodiversity um and a plant lab that was like how to dissect a plant and like image it and look at the different cell types and stuff like that um how to grow plants properly what you give them what they need how they specialize in their environment uh phenotypic plasticity which is like um because plants can't move they have to adapt to their uh wherever they lay so they have the ability to alter their genetic ex expression so that they can survive in like whatever uh place they grow in um which is really cool that you can just do that. You can see like a genetic difference in just like a single generation of a plant's life. And like the, the main, uh, the main like experiment that they would tell you about for phenotypic plasticity was about these plants growing on a mountain and how the altitude would actually change the plant's height. Because if it was growing, say, at, like, sea level, it could grow really tall. But as the mountain grew higher, the altitude changed the plant's height and it got smaller. <laughs> Even though it's all the same generation of plant, they grew Weird. differently. Yeah. And so what they did is they took the seeds and then grew all the different types at, like, sea level as, like, a control group and stuff like that. It's really cool. So, uh, Yeah. I like plants. <laughs> um, you also like cooking. I've yeah, noticed you yeah. whipping up like ever since quarantine was it? Was was quarantine when you kinda started no, to get fancy? I've been with I've been getting into cooking in college, like junior junior year I would say, once I had a big kitchen that I could actually cook bigger meals in. I kind of it started with mush. Like, that's kind of how my cooking started with, like, okay, I have these. Yeah, 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 it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I was like, okay, them. I have these ingredients. Let me see what I can, like, make with them mm. and see what works. But then, like, as I've kind of, like, say, uh, I mean, it's kind of like, I think cooking's really a lot like music in that when you learn a recipe, you can kind of understand what each element does and what it adds to the meal and that's kind of the same thing with music you what can understand yeah what it adds <laughs> to the meal but uh that's the same with music in a way where if you learn a song you kind of understand each element and what it does for the song so it's like very very analogous situation which i really like and so wow so what, what is, is your that? favorite dish? You like you like incorporating tomatoes. I've been making yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> tomato's a great ingredient. I can eat tomato by itself. It's so good. Me too. Um but my favorite meal would probably be like a Korean beef meal that I've been making. Which is like ground beef with soy sauce, ginger, Ooh. um 
brown sugar, Chinese five spice, and you just grill it on a grill. Get it brown. That sounds good. It's really good. It does sound good. Add it with some rice, some tomato, some lettuce, some other things. Oh, garlic. Did I say garlic? No. Yeah, garlic's in there. Garlic is yeah, a it's solid, so good. solid piece. Yeah. No, it's such a classic, anything. like, when whenever someone walks in, there's, like, three things that, like, that'll make them say, like, oh, what are you cooking? It's, like, if there's olive oil, onion, or garlic in yeah. your meal, they'll just be, like, oh, oh. that smells amazing. Yeah. And like, yeah it's it's so just, like, one of these ingredients, and it's just, like, trick meat. There. it's not even that good. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it also, I think my yeah. cooking really started with pasta dishes since pasta is so fucking easy it would just be like sauce pasta and then you add something into the sauce Dude, so yeah mm-hmm. that's just such a classic that was such a classic college meal it's so easy to adapt to yeah anything. you're just like oh let me throw in this but then i've been getting like better about it where i like make my own sauce or i do this i do that you know which is, uh, I like the creativity portion of it and seeing what works and what doesn't work, what tastes good, what doesn't taste good. But like uh, going into it and like trying my best to make like a really good meal because I think that's like how you really get good at something. It's just like really being mindful about what you do. Um, anyway, yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> you going on these crazy like... Staring Deep into like <laughs> I don't know. People don't ask me no, these questions the way, very often. By the way, whenever he's been in a tangent, he's just been staring at the wall. Yeah. Look, I'm just trying. <laughs> With his is, like hand on his chin. Well, like, I haven't <laughs> thought about these things. I just put them into practice. No, just, no, wait, yeah. let's it's not an like attack. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> um, Hit French- me with another. French toast pizza. Oh, I was just yeah. gonna bring that up. I've been making that. That's. There's I still this, need to try this. There's this guy on YouTube, not to toot my own horn, but I've been watching him when he had like 2K subscribers. Now he's got like almost a hundred thousand. I feel very cool. His name's Internet Shaquille, <laughs> and he lives in Arizona, where we're from. So we got a represent. Rep Zona. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, he has this recipe for french toast pizza where you make a savory custard which is just like pepper egg, egg. milk whisk it up kind of like you would a french toast and then you you dip your pizza in it let it soak and what it does is it creates an egg layer over your cheese so the cheese doesn't melt or cheese doesn't burn but kind of like melts and gets warm and hot again and it also like reconstitutes the stale bread or the stale like crust of the pizza it's like leftover pizza. yeah leftover pi- yeah, yeah leftover pizza and then you <laughs> fry it up with some butter on a skillet and it's just so fucking good but you know to be clear everyone out there he's not talking about like dominoes no, papa no. john's oh i mean you could <laughs> but like it it works best with like a napolitan a napolitan is that no, no that's the supreme court justice <laughs> yeah what <laughs> Napolitano. Napoleon. 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 Well, it's Naples. It's Nap- from Napoli. Napoli. Yeah. Na- Damn, Napoleon. We're so, so cultured. <laughs> Napolitano sounds right, Napoleon. but it's not. Right. Oh, Nepa. Nep- <laughs> Napolitano. Nep- 
It's from Naples. Nepal. Yeah, it originated in Naples. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the first Naples pizza. pizza yeah, Nepal. is what we're trying to get at. But yeah, that's a great recipe. <laughs> That's a that's great that's, recipe. It's a great recipe.
Radio. Indeed. Harry, thank you for joining us. Very yeah, informative yeah, sorry episode about today. The, sorry about the tangents. I just started talking. I couldn't help myself. 
It's okay. Yeah, just sometimes a, I think... This was no. a very educational episode. This is a episode. place for our guests to express themselves however they like. Thank you. So if that meant... Thank you for giving me this platform and this opportunity. Goodbye. Thank you.